Welcome to Witchy Business, hosted by me, Emily. And me, Anna. This is your weekly dose of friendly business chat with a witchy flair. Through these personal and vulnerable conversations, we share our business journey with you. Highlighting the links to our overall growth journey in the hopes to make you feel more supported as you share your magic. This episode is sponsored by PlanHer, a timeless and undated planner and journal created to help witches stay organized while in flow. We especially love the pages for new moon manifestations and full moon reflections. For additional support on how to harness the energy of the moon while working on your business, subscribe to our Substack. Your link in our show notes. Hi, welcome to the fourth episode of Witchy Business. Today's episode is really special to me, especially because we're inviting Vienda Maria to join us and to speak about um, Plan Her, which supports us um, as a podcast, which she created. And we speak also about the power of collaborations um, because her and I actually work together And this episode was super special for me because I got to have my two business besties on the same podcast and introduce them both. So, yeah, I loved it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our fourth episode of Witchy Business. And today is a really special one because we have a guest. So we've got Vienda is joining us today. Um. So why do we have Vienda as our first um, guest? Well, the last episode we shared about the power of collaborations. And I actually work with Vienda on a really exciting project as well called the Mentor Training. So it just made a lot of sense to have Vienda on following that episode. And um, so, yeah, Vienda, if you'd like to introduce yourself, over to you. Sure. When people ask me to introduce myself, I'm always like, you mean as a person or professionally? (laughs) Um, So professionally, I am a psychology-informed personal growth educator, and I've been mentoring mostly women, a handful of men, for almost nine years now. And I've created, I think, 15 courses over that period of time as well that people have taken and that's evolved actually recently and and my work has branched off into the mental training which Anna mentioned earlier and also plan her which I believe is the sponsor of witchy business exactly so yeah would you like to tell us a little bit more about plan her just tell everyone about it (laughs) with absolute joy so plan her is a planner like a diary or a calendar more like a diary I guess and a journaling book all in one and it's designed for women it's designed in a really intuitive way to work with the moon phases to work with a more fluid and instinctual way it's less structured it offers just enough space for you to map out your days and your weeks but leave a lot of space space for fluidity and for flow and for your intuition to guide you because I feel like that's missing a lot like for me personally I get really overwhelmed when things are really really structured Mm. like I reject them and so having said that structure is also healthy like it's that masculine part that helps create a really safe and healthy container for our lives to 
exist in or for us to have the spiritual experience that we're having in these human vessels. Without structure, we lose everything. It's like not having um, a skeletal bone system, you know, then we're just slugs, right? (laughs) And so I (laughs) I wanted to create a system and a structure that gave me the freedom to feel really fluid and intuitive and free while also feeling really held and having a place where I can put my appointments and put my love to do list and write down all my thoughts and know how much money was coming in and out and everything. I just covered everything that I personally used as systems, but in a way that aligned to my own belief system and my way, my way of doing it. And I couldn't find that anywhere else. So I invented it. And now it's called Plan Her. <laughs> it is. I absolutely love mine. Plan Her's been around for, what, three years now? Is it? Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think. Close to three years. It'll come up to three years in, like, June this year. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, that is what we're all about as well, right, Anna? It's like that, the balancing the masculine and feminine, mm-hmm. and it's it's such a perfect fit. I would love to hear how, what your journey was like starting that. So you mentioned Mm -hmm. that, you know, it's, it was everything that you thought were missing, everything that you wanted to create, but what was your actual journey like to birthing that idea and, and bringing it to life? Long, longer than you would imagine. (laughs) Um, I'll, I'll kind of tell you from the beginning. So Years ago, I used to travel a lot, a lot more than I do now. And I was basically living this nomadic lifestyle for five or six years, like nonstop. I just kept traveling and traveling in my own slow kind of way. I would spend like three to six to 12 months in a place and then move on. And I remember getting to Bali. Oh my gosh, I'm trying to think. It must have been like eight or nine years ago. And or maybe seven years ago. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> Getting carried away here. Um, and like unpacking when I got to my villa and kind of laughing at the fact that I had to unpack seven notebooks <laughs> and was thinking, my goodness, like this is ridiculous. Because I had a notebook for journaling, a notebook for client notes, a notebook for like business work, thoughts and ideas, a notebook for my money tracking, a notebook for my like calendar kind of thing. Like I just had, I had seven. I can't remember what the other two were, but oh yeah, one was from new moon and full moon journaling. One was, I don't know. Anyway, so I had these notebooks and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I am a nomad and I can't keep traveling with like freaking seven notebooks. This is embarrassing. Like what am I doing? It must be <laughs> and- so heavy in your bag as well. <laughs> I I remember my boyfriend at the time would make fun of me. He's like, you have more books than clothes. And I was like, how dare you? (laughs) Very important. I am running a business on the road, you slacker. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I started researching to try and see if there was a way I could like bring all this stuff together. I couldn't find anything that really came close to it. What I did find was a feeler fact. I don't know what like some people call them a planner but basically it's like a a binder an A5 binder where you can put all the paper in and you can create the segments yourself and things like that and I was like okay like instead of having seven notebooks I could have one big notebook with seven sections in it 
And then I've got like all of these different things happening, but they're together in one thing. And then my boyfriend can't make fun of me because I only have one book for that. <laughs> and I ordered this filler fact, which took a really long time to come because it was Bali and postage in that country is almost impossible. And so I created the system and it's basically the system that planner is now. So it was like the calendar, the moon journaling, the money tracking, the future visioning, the, the like everything. And it evolved over time. And I kept like sometimes just posting about it. Every time I posted about it, people were like, tell me about the system, like tell me about the system. And I literally, I just wrote a blog post. I was like, this is the system. You can do it yourself. <laughs> I was one of those people that asked, tell me what is the system? <laughs> system obsessed. And I had then a fellow fax and followed it. Yeah. I love it I love it and then people were like can you turn this into a thing and I liked the idea I was like sure and this is where it got tricky two things happened one is every time I did research on getting it made all roads led to China and I have a personal preference not to get things made there just because I know what the conditions are like and that is probably one of the least ethical places where you can get anything made and that doesn't align with my personal values and like just it just didn't feel right the other thing was that I don't know if it was a block from me or if it was something external like sometimes you have an idea but the idea is not ready for the world yet but it just didn't move forward. It didn't move forward. Every time I did research, every time I tried to move things forward, nothing happened, nothing happened, nothing happened. And so then three or four years later, I moved to Mexico. And it was after a breathwork session that I did that I had this really strong feeling like I, you have to follow up on this idea again. You have to go and try and make something happen so like we've had like since the idea since like the concept kind of was born in the philofax form until then like there's three years have already passed so you know sometimes our ideas don't come into fruition i think it's really important to recognize that everything has its own timing yeah um so i had this really strong urge to, to revisit the idea and i started researching again for a place where I could make this thing and I emailed so many places I mean emailed like I just kept emailing I even emailed places in China because I was like if this is my only resort then I'm going to just at least figure it out or at least learn about the process a little bit and I have to say like the Chinese companies I contacted were very eager and I I just didn't like they were just too eager they were too eager <laughs> and I like that that's always like a red flag to me when someone chases you down for something I'm like whoa what the whoa um and then like and I emailed like all over the world I emailed people where I thought they could do what I wanted to do and then finally I got an email back from a man called Alexander who had a small print house in Bulgaria and he was like I love your idea I can create what you want. Like, let's discuss the next steps. And I was like, oh my God, like this is the only person who's ever replied to me where I've been like, 
oh my God, this could actually happen. And so then I had, I was like, okay, things are moving forward. I hired a designer to design my concept. So like I, I created it all, like I created, I created this huge Google folder full of pages and pages and pages of all the content, including like an introduction, how to use and like everything, like detailed, detailed, detailed. And then she just had to sort of make it beautiful essentially with my vision and with my ideas and some of the like some of the design actually comes from my tattoo you see that there um which is the logo um and it started to come together yes exactly (laughs) and it started to come together which was so exciting And so what's that like? Yeah, like three or four years after the idea first was seeded, it started to manifest into reality. And then I had a problem. I was in Mexico. The book was in Bulgaria (laughs) getting printed. And I needed to make some decisions around how I was going to do that. So I just had 500 printed the first time because I was like, well, like, this is, you know, this is a trial and I'm going to see if it works or not. So I ended up, I decided to move to the UK to actually like do the postage and shipping and handling of all those books, those first 500 books myself, because I wanted to learn the process. I wanted to really understand it from the bones. I And it was a test, like if I'm going to risk something, I'm willing to risk my time and my energy. And I moved to the UK in a week later. <laughs> the country locked down because of a silly thing called COVID. I was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> um, and then a few months later, so like that was in late January, early February yeah. of 2020. And then in, I think, end of May, the books, were sent to the UK and beginning of June they arrived I remember like this truck arrived outside of my apartment and just like dropped this huge cling film wrapped mountain of boxes on the road and I was like um are you gonna take them up and he was like no I was like excuse me he was like well I thought I was dropping this off at a commercial distribution location not a house and I was like well I thought you would carry the fucking 500 books up to my apartment which is on the third floor (laughs) it was very stressful anyway my neighbors left them like neighbors from every also it was lockdown so we're all bored as fuck am I allowed to say that here (laughs) (laughs) all these neighbors like you know everyone's peeking their head out like what's happening I'm like something to do I'm like guys help carry these boxes up to my apartment and I will buy you wine please (laughs) so suddenly I had like seven neighbors from around my apartment come and like we were shifting those boxes as fast as he could because it was he just dropped them in the middle of the road so no cars go past it was kind of like it was a lot but it was also super exciting and that was it. After that, I like shipped those. I shipped those first five hundred planners from that apartment in Brighton in the UK, and it became quite a popular 
concept and idea and book that's ever growing and evolving and and here we are today now it goes from a distribution center i no longer <laughs> post out every single plan of myself um and it's yeah evolved into its own little brand mm. wow i love that thank you so much for sharing all of that <laughs> my think, pleasure do you think that um because w- when you you were like i'm gonna make the decision i'm gonna move to the UK and then things started happening and and moving quite quickly, although lockdown, but was there, was there anything in there that was like, you weren't ready to move before that moment. And so this idea, like, you know, there's, there's the reason why it hadn't, that there were blocks coming up for you. And then as soon as you made that decision, it was like, right, okay, it's ready. Mm. Um, I made the decision to move once the planner was already in in process because I decided I wanted to do that first print run myself. So I think once, like after that breathwork session that where I made that decision, after that, for some reason, things just opened up and they flowed. But there was a lot of blocks before that for who knows what reason because maybe I I would have moved I don't know I have no idea I can't guess my past (laughs) I I think sorry go ahead no no you go ahead I think that well because I live my life quite intuitively and I intentionally don't try to plan too far ahead or I leave a lot of space for the mystery of life to unfold um allow things to sort of guide me and move me forward and so there's not like a structure to like I'm going to do this and now I'm going to do that I'm more like these are my intentions these are kind of the things my visions that I want to lean towards and I'm so open to how they unfold Mm. yeah I was I love that I was going to say how I know you're a manifesting generator and it was like you waited for you know, the invitation and you responded to that because people asked you literally to create it. Mm-hmm. You just waited for it to feel like it was right, you know, to, mm-hmm. to move forward with it. And I just, yeah, I love that. And I love Planner and I'm so, I love that it sponsors Witchy Business. Thank you. <laughs> um, Em, I know there was a post that Vienda shared that you really enjoyed. Um yeah, yeah, I, it ties in really nicely to this as well because you shared um, recently this post about how you you wouldn't work if you didn't have to because you you love what you do, but you've you've kind of created this business around your life versus like I guess creating your life for business if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that, for me, that really comes from everything that you were just saying about how you lead your business from intuition and you leave space for that. Can you share more about that post and, and yeah, all of that? Yeah, <laughs> all I of would it. love to. I would love to. Also, because it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently. I mean, that post, actually came from a conversation that I had with a friend of mine who's a quite a well-known photographer was sitting in a cafe in London and we're like laughing about the fact that we kind of have 
ladies of ledger live, but also I don't like using the word hustle, but we, we like get our hands dirty. We don't mind getting our hands dirty. Like we, we like getting involved in life and getting involved in things and trying things and taking risks and, and going there. But that there's this desire to like, so when I spoke, when I wrote about, I wouldn't work if I didn't have to, it was actually like, if I didn't have to make money, I wouldn't work at all. As in like, I wouldn't do anything unless it was for pleasure. (laughs) And, and, and yet I've created a business and a life and a lifestyle and, and these things that support. And that was always the intention from the beginning. I never created my work to work. I created my work to support my lifestyle and any time that my work isn't supporting my lifestyle, I adjust it and shift it. And I have to say, like, it goes through phases. So something that I've learned over the years is there are times where you have your work and you have your income and you have freedom and it's really fun and it's really easy and you're kind of coasting and it feels really good. But those times come from other times where you've devoted yourself to building structures and getting systems and organizing certain things and really put some work into things in order to create that freedom. And so what I notice happens, and I feel like I'm kind of going off topic, but I'm going to try and circle it back, <laughs> is, is there's like times where you're like, oh, I have so much space and freedom and it's so much fun and this is really good. And then there's times where you're like, oh, I really need to like put a lot of time and intention and vision and effort into this thing in order to create this next level of space and time and freedom. And so when I wrote that post about not having to work, it's because the last almost year I've been going through one of those times where it's been less about the spacious time and freedom and more about really focusing on the um, intention and vision and, and putting in the work and putting in the hours and and just being devoted to the next phase, which then will create more space and freedom and time and all of those things that I value so much. And when you're in that place where you're putting in that effort and you're doing it with love and you're doing it with care and you're doing it because you want to, you still have the human response where you desire the contrast, which is the other thing. Mm-hmm. And like I'm working towards the other thing and it's coming and it's so close again, I can taste it but I'm just not there right now. And so like, I'm like, fuck it. I don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty in it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that was just like the most beautiful way to talk about creating structure to allow ease and yeah, just a, a great balance of the masculine and feminine and yeah, I think you're such a great example for that of that. So yeah. And and I I found it so inspiring when you shared that because it's yeah, it really is a real example of how to create that balance. And there are times in in business, you know, when it's like up and down, isn't it? And and it's like finding, and we we talk about this a lot. It's like finding that balance, but knowing that 
if there's a period of like the doing, I don't like the word hustle either, but you know, getting your hands dirty, then that that's all because you're actually creating something that's, you know, it's like bigger picture thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think I'm not sure about your, I imagine that your audience is probably in the first couple of years of their business Mm -hmm. and there can be uh, quite a lot of like frustration and impatience and, and like, Oh, when's my stuff coming? And when is it happening? Sorry, my cat has just decided to join us. Oh, hi Danger. (laughs) (laughs) This is Danger Zone. He's Mexican. He's also number one love language is touch so he likes to snuggle a lot um (laughs) oh yeah so in that first year or two there can be this sense of like oh my god when's my stuff coming when what is happening why am I not and that is because you're in that place where you have to get your hands dirty you have to and that's why business is not about arriving at some place where you have the space and time and the freedom because once you've arrived there you're like I'm ready for this next level of space and time and freedom and then you're like I have to go back into that place where I get my hands dirty so those first couple of years you have to get in and get messy and allow yourself to um, pivot and try things and let go of things and really address your shadows and the blocks and the things that come up for you because a lot of your own ego stories and narratives will come to the surface that will stop you from moving forward and it's so important to know that this is this is necessary like you have to go through that I'm, I'm going to put it this way you have to go through that hardship or those challenges in order to strengthen you it's almost like a workout it's strengthen your core to a level where you can hold the space of the container or hold the width and the breadth of what you're wanting to call into your life. Because when you're starting, you're small, but you don't have the capacity or strength to hold what it is that you want to create. And so you have to go through that challenge to become able to even hold space for that. It's not fun, but it's worth it. Oh, I just love that. That's like the best inspirational speech that should be blasted everywhere when you start a business. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Was there like a moment for you when you you went in those early years where you were like, okay, like I I don't know, like you, you noticed like that that shift or yeah yeah there was a definite leap that happened um probably oh I would say like a year and two months in or maybe it was just under a year actually it wasn't quite a year yet it was just under a year maybe like nine or ten months and I'd been doing all the things and I was scared and frustrated. I scared mostly from a financial perspective because I was like, I'm making money, but I'm not really making enough to feel comfortable to support myself. And that is kind of horrible because I also don't want to take on another job because that's going to eat away at my time and energy that I want to pour into this thing that I'm creating. Mm. Um, that was probably my number one, like, ugh. <laughs> annoying horrible feeling 
and then just like feeling in some ways like sometimes feeling like a fraud some in some ways feeling like I didn't know enough in some ways feeling like who what what the hell was I doing but like what the hell was I talking about what was I posting about and it's like I have education I have um passion I have interest I have like it's all of that is there but I I just I didn't feel very secure and certain in myself in that space because you know I was, it was new it was also new and and also the way that online business works it changes so rapidly all the time that learning to stay with the changes is also a thing of its own mm-hmm. and I and like I had clients but like you know not enough and I had things happening but it just didn't feel like it was moving in the way that I wanted to wanted it to move and then it was really like in a very short period of time something happened so I'd been working 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 I was working a lot of my limiting beliefs I was doing a lot of inner work like I literally would spend 80% of my working days just handling my own shit because there was just so much of it (laughs) and I needed to like I needed like my relationship to money my relationship to time my relationship to my own value my relationship like there was just so much to handle and that was a huge part of my work then because I was like well if I don't have clients I'm my own client (laughs) and um then a few things happened a friend of mine invited me to come and help him at an event just to give like get give me a little bit of extra cash I flew in to see him and I was suddenly in a different environment which always helps me like that's why I love I love travel so much like different environments really amplify my connection within and also my ability to take in inspiration so I was in a different environment I was meeting a lot of interesting people all of a sudden very very quickly within a few days and then one night in his apartment, actually, I think I was sleeping on his sofa or something. I woke up with a dream for a program called 10 Weeks of Free, I think it was called. And it's my first course that I ever, ever created. But it was like a live coaching program where that ran for 10 weeks, obviously. And <laughs> I would see the people, the people who bought the program every week for half an hour, one-on-one. And then they had like weekly, and they all had the same like weekly steps and processes and things to go through. And so I had this, like I woke up with this from a dream and like just sat down and wrote the whole program in like three hours. And somehow, I don't know what happened, but it was like this big shift happened. And it was the first time I made like, more than enough money to cover my bills across three months. I signed all these new clients. It was really fun. It was really easy. I enjoyed the process because they already had homework they had to complete by the by the call, by the time we had a call. So when we came to the call, all I had to do was say like, how was the homework basically? Like, you know, I would ask them what their process was and what had come up for them. And all I had to do was listen to them talk and have the, be able to hold space for them to process what or like go through the process of what we were working through and it was incredible and it was it's like it was a shift that happened like literally in a few days Mm. wow I love that because in there you created the structure 
and then it flowed through. So there's that mm-hmm. system again of mm-hmm. you created, yeah, the structure and what they had to do every week. And you would have had to put in work to have that automated and all of that stuff happening in the background. Yeah. You could just be there and hold space for them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really interesting. And I think when you're new it's so important to find ways to feed that inspiration and that need to connect to parts of yourself because what happened with that program is that I dug deeper and I trusted myself more than I ever had before whereas before I I like because I didn't trust myself fully because I felt uncertain the stuff I was putting out was a little bit diluted. It wasn't as authentic and full of integrity because I didn't trust myself. So I was trying to like please the masses based on what I thought people wanted. And with this programming, it was, it was a fucking dream. <laughs> there was no like, no, I didn't find that anywhere else except my own like dream landscape. So like, I think that level of authenticity and owning your stuff and trusting yourself really shines through energetically and people are drawn to that yeah if anyone is listening and needs proof to listen to their dreams and their intuition calling then this is it yeah exactly (laughs) love it love it um yeah thank you for sharing that story um yeah. Um, so to kind of wrap things back up, um, I would love for you to speak to how, you know, your thoughts on the power of collaborations, because I know it's something that you do a lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and what you have to share on that, please. Yeah, with pleasure. I mean, another word for collaboration is relationships. Mm-hmm. And collaboration is something that happens quite intuitively or as an extension of the relationships that we form with other people. So one of the most profound and important aspects of my business has always been relationship building. Relationships with clients with journalists with other people in the field with not even other people in the field but other people who have larger audiences who are doing cool stuff that where their messaging aligns with your own just building relationships is so profoundly powerful in life and especially in business you know there's that saying that says um it's not what you know it's who you know yep it's true it's true and often those people that you see who are having really powerful amazing successful experiences in their lives those come from the relationships they have not from their skill level often those skills are very mediocre in fact I have a good friend and I admire her so much like admire her almost with a little tiny bit of envy with like a healthy kind of envy where I just I'm like, how does she do it? She is so good at making the right relationships with people that just torpedo her forward. And it's not because she has anything special. It's because she's really good at building and nurturing the right relationships with the right people. 
And it's incredible. And so what happens then is then you collaborate with those people and this is what drives everyone forward. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so collaboration as a, as a result of the relationships you have is such a powerful business um, strategy, but also just life strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, and you guys are collaborating too this year. Yeah. Do you want to talk about how that came about? And um, yeah, I'd love. To. Oh, you want to go? Go for it, Anna. Oh, uh, I'll just share like the very start, and then I'd love to hear obviously what you have to say about it. I remember you and I just having like because we're friends, we don't just work together, and we were having a chat, and you were talking to me about the mentor training. Um, which is the business that we collaborate on. And you were telling me, I just need someone who's like the yang to my yin and who can bring structure and look after more of the business development and the marketing side. And I was just sitting in front of you like, um, <laughs> I would really, really like to be that person. And um, And yeah, then we had conversations about that. But I also remember when I hung up from that call being like, who do you think you are offering that kind of, you know, saying, oh, I can help. And I just, I remember having this big wave of like, I can't do this. This is so much bigger than me. I, you know, all this, like, I can't, I'm too small. I don't have enough experience, which is bullshit. Like I've got 10 years experience in marketing. That was literally what I did for most of <laughs> my working life so yeah um but yeah and then it happened didn't and it then it happened yeah I mean I have to say for me to even come to that decision was a huge step in my own growth so 2022 was an enormous year of growth for me as a human being as a person as a woman as a business owner or as, as someone who runs a company, actually, because at the start of 2022, I sort of transferred my business and turned it into a company at the advice of my accountant. And, you know, I had to really start thinking about how I was going to allow myself to be supported because I'd gotten to a point in my business. And like when I say my business, that includes planner, that includes TMT, that includes my courses, that includes my private client, like everything, all the things I do <laughs> under the umbrella of Vienda Maria. Um, I need, I, I knew I needed to start bringing in support to be able to keep moving forward because I, I was maxed out. I had hit the limit of what I could do as one human being. But it was really hard for me to even conceptualizing, mm. handing stuff over and and sharing my work with someone for a few different reasons. One was I'm a bit of a creative control freak. I mean, like I can own that because it's true. Like I have a vision. I know how I want things to look. And because I know, like, because it's in my brain, I can create it. I, sometimes I feel like, sharing that or handing that over or explaining that to someone else can be so time consuming. But that was like a real limiting belief in me because actually once you really bring someone on board and they understand you so much more can happen and 
And it's incredible, especially working with Anna. I'm like so grateful for her all the time. (sighs) But like I had to work through a lot of stuff around being supported, not just being supported in my work, but being supported in my life. And it's really interesting. I I believe in energetics. I believe in energetics. I work with energetics and I always have. And something really interesting that had started happening towards the end of 2021 is I kept getting this weird recurring there's like a back ache on the left side of my body and the left is feminine and the back is support. And it's like, I don't feel supported as a person, as a woman. And like, so like the whole, everything was screaming at me, like you need to learn how to be supported by others. And my small inner child who had learned at a young age that it wasn't safe to be supported by others because I came from a familial background where I wasn't supported. And when I was, it, it it was not nice. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. It, it wasn't good. Um, and so it didn't feel safe, you know. So I had all of this stuff I needed to work through to even be able to start calling in more support. And so I did a lot of work around that. I did a lot of work with that, around that with my therapist, with my hypnotherapist, with my craniosacral therapist. Like I was like throwing everything I had at it. And I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. I can do this. And I actually ended up hiring a woman who was the director of HR for Mac in Germany, who happens to be a friend of mine. I was like, and so she's like hired thousands of people in her career she's really good at it and I was like dude I need help and she literally like sat me down in this sushi restaurant one day and was like took me through the whole process of like writing a description putting out what you wanted the interview process like the different things I had to ask the the, like everything she just like took me through everything and basically mentored me through that process Mm -hmm. which was so powerful and so helpful and I needed that. And it was like the first time I got support from her. Then I hired Anna, who came on board as a, what are we calling a, um assistant director? Yeah. Is that what we're calling it? Yes. <laughs> I like labels, schnabels, whatever. <laughs> we're humans doing weird things. Nobody knows. We work um, together. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also hired someone to take on Planner as a brand manager and and I have a third person doing admin now so I went from nothing to three people in like a six month time span and that was it was really powerful but like that was because I had to evolve and grow and change in order order to make that possible and now it's such a relief I'm so grateful and I'm so grateful for Anna being there and doing the things that she does like I think last night I went to bed and I was like Anna better not quit because I don't know how the fuck <laughs> I don't know how, like I'm gonna do this I'm Fun not quitting. <laughs> not going anywhere. I don't know. I was really tired. I was like, oh my God. I, what, what, what if I like have to do this by myself? I will die. <laughs> you will not. I am 100% in. <laughs> Thank you. And, <laughs> and it's now on the podcast, so. Yeah. <laughs> you can use exactly. that. Um, I'll save that soundbite if I ever need it. <laughs> I just, you promised you'd never leave me. Said <laughs> it live and lots of people listened. Oh. Um, I'm not, go- yeah, I'm really not going anywhere. <laughs> and, I just love it because, again, you see, like, 
actually in practice this you need to focus to create a bigger space to hold something that's bigger than you mm-hmm. and be able to be there and for me on the other side TMT is so much bigger than me and it's scary but then I'm held by you like I never Mm -hmm. feel alone in it and I I know that when we have catch-ups about it I can tell you and I have you know oh this feels really this -hmm. feels really huge and and so it's helping me to grow in a really healthy way and so I just feel like yeah it just shows the power of collaborations um on both on both sides yeah yeah (sighs) and it's great to hear about all the work that you had to do to even just get into Mm. that space because I think a lot of people do feel like that and you know lots of people say well if you hire people to work with you or if you if you do collaborations then you see that growth much quicker as well because you have the space but then not really thinking about all of that prep work you know exactly you make such a good point I think people especially when they start a business they just see like the external the outside of how a business evolves and how a business grows and like there's obvious like then this happens and this happens and then you reach more people and blah 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 and yes that's happening but underneath in order for those things to happen you have to really be able to own where you're at and be able to hold space for this kind of growth and again I'm going to compare it to muscles like you're not going to be able to lift more unless you build up to being able to lift more and it's the same with business you're not going to be able to hold a level of growth of income of success unless you've built the strength to be able to hold that and the inner work and the inner process and the mental and psychological and emotional changes that need to happen in that process are so enormous and so profound and so important the external stuff won't it won't happen and it won't work otherwise if those foundations aren't there like the girl who started a business eight, nine years ago, this girl, there's no way, A, she would have imagined that I would be doing any other things that I'm doing now, B, that she had the capacity to do them without going through the challenges that got me to where, I'm, where I am now. And that's true for everyone. Mm-hmm. And not just in business. I think that's life. Yeah. Well, I love that because, yeah, I love, I love that because you, when you – like even where you are now, you probably have an idea of where you're going to be in say five years, 10 years, but it might not be, it might be so much more than that. You, you, and, and I, I think that's such a great point because when you're starting out in business, you think, you know, where you want to go and you think, (laughs) you know what that looks like, but then, yeah, it's, kind of letting go of the control letting go of that vision because mm-hmm. otherwise it can't grow into what it could be mm-hmm. yeah which actually perfectly brings us back to the beginning of our conversation when you said what I've noticed is that you created a business that supports you rather than you creating you working for your business 
the vision that I hold for myself in five years time isn't so much of like what my business will look like, but rather how I will feel and what my lifestyle will look like and the business that then would support that kind of lifestyle. So it's much easier for me to be like, this is the kind of life I want to be living. Like this is kind of space and time I want. This is the kind of wealth I want. This is the kind of positive impact in the world that I want to be having, la, 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 than it is for me, for me to be like, this is what my business is going to look like. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I This year, I'm trying to bring more creativity into my week. And so every week I actually have set time just to be creative. And I know that sounds like quite weird, like setting the structure. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Because otherwise I, it just won't, it won't get done because, you know, there's, there's always so many things that could be, could be getting done. So, um, yeah, I love this idea of like, cause I I know that I want to bring creativity into my life. So, the way to do that is to try and structure my business around that and and my time around that. So yeah, yeah. that's my intention. That. <laughs> oh, so lovely. And how beautifully it's going to feed into and have a ripple effect into the rest of your life, including your business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I feel like this is a beautiful spot to end this super inspirational and nourishing chat. Thank you so much, Vienda, for speaking with us. So many it's a pleasure. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. Thank you so much for having me, both of you. Thank you for tuning in to your weekly dose of witchy business. If you love us as much as we love us, please leave a five-star review to help us spread the magic. Thank you again to our sponsor, Plan Her. Please support them the way they support us. And don't forget to follow the link in the show notes to sign up to our Substack. You can also watch us on YouTube. It's at Witchy Business. And you can also follow us on Instagram at We Are Witchy Business. Emily is at underscore Emily Tyson. And I am at Anna.Jordan with an E.